Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. In this episode, I am going to be talking about healing your muladhara, your root chakra. So your root chakra lives at the base of your spine, and this is what connects you directly to earth and all life on earth. So your root chakra deals with your basic needs, having your basic needs met, feeling like you deserve to belong where you're at on this earth, having a community, being able to meet your financial needs, maintaining your health. This is kind of your foundational chakra and the foundation of your life where you can build all the great, magical, wonderful, abundant, creative, great ideas and exciting adventures. They all come from having a strong root chakra. So if you have problems finding community or problems with money or problems with your health, like you aren't able to come to a, I like to kind of think of it as homeostasis, where you're neutral, you know, you are completely, like, everything is working properly in your body, your mind, and your soul, and everything is okay, you know, when you're content, when everything is just, like, like, this isn't, like, abundant, or great, or wonderful, or magical, but everything is okay, like, everything is at that even line, where it's completely neutral, like, nothing is wrong and everything is working good so your foundations um your root chakra and there are so i wanted to show you a tool that i recently learned and started using i'm looking through my notebook because i wrote it down um this is a journaling exercise to help you create affirmations for muladhara harmony which is like i said healing your root chakra bringing your root chakra back to homeostasis everything is in balance and aligned so go and grab a journal we can do this together and what we're going to be doing is writing down our limiting beliefs and then turning them into positive affirmations. So for our Muladhara, we'll be working with three categories, three main categories that I think are um, where people have the most limiting beliefs in regards to your root chakra, your Muladhara. So the three categories are going to be money, fear, and community. Before we get started, I would like you to find a comfortable place to sit, somewhere quiet, away from distractions, if you can manage, but it's okay if you just have to sit where you're at. I would be careful if you're driving or doing something. Um, where you need your attention because this is going to be a meditation. So 
get into a comfortable position. You can sit, stand, you can walk even. Walking meditation is totally valid and doable. So if you want to walk, go ahead and keep walking. And we're going to start tuning into our breath. Taking longer, slower, more mindful breaths. And first, I'd like to just come into a Buddhist Thai style meditation where we're just trying to release all of our focus and completely tune out any external or internal thoughts, stimulations, just coming to that place of samadhi, with withdrawing and concentration until the concentration goes away. So this is just when you are sitting quietly you can start by focusing on your breath, but the goal is for you to not have to focus on anything, and that will come with practice. So if you need something to keep your mind on while you're still practicing, releasing everything, I like to think, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, in time with my breathing and eventually that will go away and you'll be able to keep your mind clear and you won't need to focus on anything but that will come with practice like I said and it's magic and it's worth the hours spent focusing on your breath <laughs> to get to the magic of a complete meditation so We're going to spend the next few minutes just sitting quietly, and I will guide you slowly out of it when we're ready.
if you want to keep your silent meditation up for a while, just press pause. And if you're ready, before you get up or out of your calm, comfortable vibe, let's do a little visualization around our root chakra. So imagine you live in your most ideal home, your dream home. Now this could be a house or a sanctuary. It could be living among others. Um, it could be you're a nomad and you're traveling and your home is the hostel you're staying in right now. Or it could be yourself, it could be a person, it could be a van, it could be just a house is also fine. Whatever your dream home is, imagine that's where you live and the people that live with you or maybe you live alone by choice are exactly who you want to surround yourself with. Picture yourself. Surrounded by the ideal group, your tribe, supportive friends who love, care, and nurture for you, a family, the community that you want and need. Imagine how your home may look. Imagine your basic needs being met always, never having to worry about money at the grocery store or going out to eat, always having enough of whatever foods you like to eat, enough clean, pure water to drink, access to the whatever you want to use to heal yourself and keep your mind, body, and soul in a healthy state. Picture yourself with the strength to face your fears and not let any fear hold you back. Just picture this version of yourself because these are all foundational things that everybody deserves to have and is attainable for everyone to create for themselves. In an ideal world, you would be born into a loving community, a perfect loving home with enough basic needs, basic resources, health and nurturing and access to all these things. But most of us aren't and we have to create this for ourselves. So, with that picture in mind, I want you to write down, we're gonna do this for our three topics, money, fear, and community. Now I wrote down eight limiting beliefs for each, but 
And feel free to do as many as come to mind. Now you might want to sit and pause as I explain this and then write down your limiting beliefs. So at the top of your page, write money and underline it. And now sit and think about all of your limiting beliefs around money. Now a limiting belief is something that you believe and it's holding you back. And you probably got this, you were probably taught this as a child. Your family, your friends, your society, your community, your school. All of these external sources have an effect on what you believe and they alter your beliefs out of fear and a lot of times it is your community trying to protect you but they're doing it in the wrong way and they're putting these limiting beliefs in your head that are holding you back in life. And these are things that you subconsciously believe even though you might logically be able to say, okay, that's not true. And I see that that's not true. But when you were a kid, if someone told you that that was true, that's stuck in your subconscious. And you have to process that. And it's stored as a block or a trauma in your chakra that you need to work through, process, acknowledge, and then you can let go of it and move past it. So a lot of times... You might be working towards something and physically, even maybe even spiritually, like you have all the pieces in place and everything seems to be in order, but you can't push past and get to this goal you're working towards because you have these limiting beliefs holding you back, stuck in your subconscious mind. So... Take this time now to write down all the limiting beliefs that you have around money. Hopefully our little meditation and visualization is helping you tap a bit into your subconscious, but it might help you to just sit here and sit with this for a while if you can't think of them right away. Um, you could put a timer maybe or just like set yourself a number that you want to write down like I did eight because sometimes it's hard to like get these out of your subconscious and you might need to really sit and think and go back and look at your relationship with money and how has it been since childhood and how did your parents talk about money or your family or your community what what words were they saying around money what did they believe how did they treat money these might be stuck in your subconscious. Like, how do your friends treat money? The people around you. How do you normally treat and act around money? And are these things that are holding you back? So, I can go ahead and share mine. This is a bit vulnerable. But I'm going to share mine. So, you can pause right now and write down yours. Maybe hearing mine will give you a bit of an inspiration, but it's really good to get down and into your subconscious and figure out what is blocking you specifically 
but they they might have we might have some similarities some things in common and you might not believe some of the things that I have stuck in my subconscious hopefully so for my limiting beliefs I wrote down I never have enough I don't deserve money money is hard to come by I can't make money money is evil no one wants to pay me money. Saving is impossible. And I always buy the most affordable option instead of the best. Which honestly isn't even actually true. But I feel like subconsciously sometimes I'm at the store and I'm like, well, this one's 10 cents cheaper. Though. You know what I mean? And that's just so silly. Like, I don't feel like I should have to make, anyone should have to make choices on like food or something you're going to keep for a while based on like the price that's just so silly because we can all have more than enough so once you have all your limiting beliefs you're going to take each and every one every single limiting belief that you write down and you're going to turn it into a, a positive affirmation and what you can do once you do this once you don't have to keep returning back to the limiting beliefs you can instead as a daily practice Use the positive affirmations as your affirmations. And affirmations are a great tool to rewire your subconscious. And it's really, um, there's a lot of ways you can do it. You can just journal and write them down, which is a, an amazing way to do it. You can say them out loud, maybe into a mirror. You can record yourself saying them and listen to them. So there's a lot of ways to use your affirmations once you create them. And doing it this way is great because you're creating them specifically for you to heal your specific limiting belief so I'm just giving you examples that I used because this is what I'm using to heal myself but yours are going to be different I mean you can use some of the same ones but you have different limiting beliefs you grew up differently than me you were around different people and you learned different things about money so let me go back and revisit each one and I'll tell you what I made the positive affirmation so Number one is I never have enough, so I wrote, I always have more than enough money. Number two, I don't deserve money, so instead I said, I deserve lots of money. Three, money is hard to come by, so money flows to me easily and constantly. Number four, I wrote, I can't make money, so I wrote, I attract, I attract unlimited amounts of money number five I wrote money is evil and I changed it to money is a beautiful loving form of energy number six was no one wants to pay me money and I changed it to my students happily pay any price to learn from me seven was saving is impossible so I changed it to I can accumulate millions of dollars easily eight was I always buy the most affordable option instead of the best and I changed it to I do not have to make choices based on price so these eight positive affirmations I can use in my daily practice I can write them down in my journal I can say them out loud I can listen to them um, there's lots of ways to use affirmations so definitely keep the positive affirmations handy and try to let go of the limiting beliefs 
So next, we're going to use the topic of fear. Fear lives in your root chakra, your muladhara. And write down, like, fears that you have. Um, I just kind of wrote down things that I'm scared of because these are limiting beliefs. They're holding me back. And these can be really upfront, like, like, oh, I'm scared of snakes. Like, you know, that could be one of your fears. And um, let me go back for, like, fear. If you're, like, scared of something and you're like, well, I'm just scared of snakes. I can't be near snakes. Uh, and it's the rest of the world has to accommodate for me for being scared of snakes. I'm going to change snakes to dogs because this is, like, something that's come up a lot for me. Because I've been a professional dog walker and people are like, I'm scared of dogs. You have to keep that dog away from me because I'm scared of dogs. Like, that's ridiculous. You being scared of anything, having a phobia of something, is on you. That's something that you can heal. You don't have to keep that. That's not something that, like, the rest of the world needs to now accommodate for because you want to hold on to this fear. There's no reason to be scared of anything. You can process and heal and let go of all of your fears. A lot of people say things like, I'm scared of dogs because I've been attacked by a dog and now I'm always scared of dogs forever and you have to keep dogs away from me and the rest of the world must accommodate because I have a phobia or something. You can heal yourself from anything. That is just a block and a limiting belief that you need to heal yourself from because you can't keep expecting the rest of the world to accommodate for you. That's not fair for everybody else and it's not fair for yourself and it's holding you back. You have the power to heal yourself from any fear. You don't have to be scared of something. I don't believe that, like, phobia is real. Um, not that it isn't real and that you don't actually experience it and feel it and, like, it's not hard. But what I mean is it's not something that you are destined to keep forever. Maybe right now you're so scared of this thing, like, you're so scared of dogs. But you don't have to be forever. You can heal yourself and work on it and let go of that and make peace with it and not be scared anymore. I'm not discounting the fact that maybe you at this moment are holding on to a phobia and you're so scared and like it's causing you all these problems. What I'm saying is you don't have to forever have that. You can heal yourself from it. And this is a tool that you can use to start the process. Obviously, some are more extreme than others, but... And, like, some traumas are more deeply seated. Like, maybe some really crazy, horrible thing happened that put this fear in you. And that'll be a lot harder to let go of than something else that, like, is just kind of something you're scared of for, like, I don't know. But I, I hope you kind of understand what I'm getting. And if you need further explanation, just reach out to me on Instagram at Yoga, And I'll do my best to explain more what I mean because... I'm not trying to be um, negative or, like, attacking anybody or, like, coming at you for being scared of something. I just, even chronic illness, like, physical stuff, mental stuff, emotional stuff, it's all healable. Like, everything is healable. Everyone deserves to be in harmony and to be healed and to be whole. And that's available to everyone. And I will not accept when people tell me that it isn't because that's just dumb. People, like, if you're chronically ill and you're holding on to that and you're like, oh, this is just how my body is, there's no healing it, the doctor said, I'm just going to be sick forever, and you're an asshole for saying that, that isn't true, like, I'm talking from personal experience, I have been diagnosed with multiple chronic illnesses, 
and I healed myself naturally and shocked these doctors that everyone is just like sucking their dicks all the time and putting their lives at the hands of these people who are making money off of you they're making money off of you being sick that's why they say you can't get better not because you can't get better but because they're making money off of you being sick that's literally I'm gonna jump off my soapbox for a second and we are going to write down all of our limiting beliefs on fear so pause this I'm not gonna go through all of mine I'm just gonna I'll give you one example so pause this, write down all of your fears, your limiting beliefs around fears, just anything that comes to mind, write them all down, and when you're ready, press play. So press play, <laughs> and we're going to write down, uh, we're going to change all of these fears into positive affirmations. So for example, one of mine is fear of not being free to make my own choices. So my affirmation is, I am free to make my own choices. It's that simple. And then I keep all of these affirmations and I use them in my practice. So you can write them down every day or just whenever you remember and want to start working on it. It's really good. Repetition is really important to rewiring your subconscious. So if you can add these all to your daily practice, I think that will really help you heal these issues. That's why I did like eight for each one because that's pretty easy to just, there's three, so it's eight times three, 24. <laughs> you just do that every day, no problem. Because you're not doing the whole practice every day, you're just using the affirmations. Like we already have them, we don't have to go back and visit our limiting beliefs and get deep again. We can just write down our positive affirmations and rewire our subconscious to believe those. So our last topic is community. And this is just around your limiting beliefs around building community, around other people and how they interact with you. Um, mine is like super vulnerable and I think I might share some of these too because I think it might help you understand the exercise a bit. But with community, so my first one that I wrote was no one understands me. No one cares about me. I don't belong anywhere. People don't like being around me. So I change those to people understand me. Everyone cares about me. I belong everywhere. People love being around me. Um, so you have your own limiting beliefs around why or why not your community is at the state that you wish it would be. And you can go ahead and do this exercise for community. And then you'll have your community-based positive affirmations. So that, I think, is really the keys to healing your root chakra, your money, mindset, your fears, and your community. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope that you really enjoyed it and if you want to more tools and resources and guidance on healing your chakras and bringing your life into harmony healing your mental physical and spiritual health being at homeostasis and abundance in all aspects of life make sure to check out my course heal your chakras you can find it on my website sage chakra yoga 
www.sarahmcdonald.com. And in this course, I'm going to teach you how to understand the harmony of each of your seven major chakras and how that is affecting your spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. Then I'm going to provide you with the tools and yoga practices that you need to heal yourself. And the idea is that you'll be able to, anytime something comes up, a problem, a trauma, something happens in your life, you will have the tools to revisit and practice and heal yourself. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week.